Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabell, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. Grace does not easily coexist with chronic stress, a muffin top, or high blood sugar. When you reconstitute internally and change your ecosystem, you transform externally, and it's palpable. You'll look, feel, and become biologically younger. There's a bounce in your step. You switch to the lean position instead of the fat position. Obstacles to weight loss, they melt away. Loving people are attracted to you. If you choose to ignore the call your body is sending you in the form of brain fog, belly fat, weight gain in general, fatigue, there's going to be repercussions. And they may show up as food addictions, shame, regret, chronic pain, depression, even grief. Decide today that it's time to turn your life around and turn your struggles into solutions with a great feeling of certainty about your body and your future. And this is out of one of my favorite books, and it's by Sarah Gottfried. If you haven't heard of her, she's wonderful, all about hormones. And wow, this is powerful, you guys. Like, grace is something we don't give ourselves. Think about this. Like, why do we feel so bad these days? Why do we get sick so much easier? It's just, we need to deep dive into this. I I have to educate you on stuff that I'm learning every single day that's blowing my mind. And it all comes back to giving yourself grace because I don't want any of what I tell you today to be a reason for you to punish yourself and you'd be like, oh, I should have known that or this is, oh, dush, you know, dush, Anna, this is what's doing that. Like, I don't want you saying that stuff to yourself. So give yourself grace in what I'm about to tell you. But really, 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 really be a sponge and show up for this episode because y'all, this might blow your mind. So think about it. We get sick more often, right? Is it because we need you know, to eat better foods? Is it because we need to manage our stress? What is it? Why do we feel so bad these days? Personally, I think it's because we need to remove the root cause of the inflammation in our body. And without doing that, our body is not capable of healing itself. It's a holistic approach, you guys, mind, body, soul. And small discoveries about what your body needs and how it functions can transform your whole life today. So today we're going to talk about, I don't know, white bread, red wine, lectins. It may seem a little scientific to you, but I'm really going to hopefully break it down so you understand what I'm talking about. And the next time you're in the grocery store or the next time you open your refrigerator and you look at the food you're about to grab and about to consume, you look at it with a purpose. You know, you grab that olive oil and you think healthy fats. Okay. I think the more we can educate our society and the more we can educate people on why things are better for us or worse for us, and even without a label, it's just like just knowing, right? There's wisdom. There's so much wisdom out there. We don't need to recreate the circle. It's already created. We just need to learn about it and spread the knowledge around. So let's start with what lectins are. 
Lectins are large proteins, and they're found in plants and animals. And they are actually a really crucial weapon that plants use to defend themselves. Think about it. A plant is just like a person. We want to survive. We want to reproduce. So they are a crucial weapon they use against animals, right? So there's lectins in seeds, grains, the skins, the leaves of plants. And what these lectins do, these large proteins, is they bind to carbohydrates in the predator's body after it consumes the plant. Genius, right? Think about it. Sometimes lectins are referred to as sticky proteins because of this binding process. It actually interrupts the messaging between the cells. And this is going to lead to a whole host of problems we're going to talk about. They can be very toxic and inflammatory in the body. But you can't blame the plant. It's a defense mechanism, right? I'm just telling you what they are, okay? So plants want to survive and reproduce like you and I. It makes sense. If an animal eats a plant and it makes the animal feel sick, there's hope that that animal will be weakened, right? Their immune system will be weakened. They'll be more vulnerable and they won't come back and eat the plant. So the plant survives. It's, it's genius. It's literally genius. But if you've ever experienced brain fog, I want you to think about lectins because some people are more sensitive to lectins and they get sick more often. You know, we all have that one friend that's like always sick, right? Honestly, lectins is not something that's spoken about. I've never like it. I've, I've been in this industry for a long time and it's something that I've read about in like one book. So I glossed right over it, right? So I really want to deep dive into why lectins might be making you feel absolutely terrible every single day. And I want you to stop feeling terrible. <laughs> it's no way to live your life. And you're talking to somebody right now who's so deep in digestive issues. It's not even funny. But every day I feel a little bit better. Every day I make better choices. Every day I pay attention to my brain fog clearing up, to my quality of sleep, to eating three meals instead of six, to just all of these things. I'm very aware and awareness is key. Okay, so listen, lectins are going to target and attach themselves to sugar molecules. So even so, you have that friend that's always sick. But think about this. The next time your nose runs after you eat spicy foods, you'll know you just ate some lectins. Why? Because the mucus in your nose is actually the first line of defense for lectins. It's trying to grab onto them before it goes further into your stomach, into your intestines, and wrecks complete havoc. Okay, so... If we've been eating plants for all these years, our ancestors and everybody before us, why are we having this issue now? And it's because the corn and the soy are all packed in the most processed foods. The corn and soy, the lectins, they're all in these processed foods, right? Did our ancestors eat processed foods? No. What is the standard American diet? Processed foods. Okay, we've literally chosen to disrupt our chemical messaging system in our body, destroy our endocrine system, our immune system. It's an ongoing war. And y'all, you may have been eating these high lectin foods such as peanuts your whole life. And maybe you're just starting to experience symptoms. Maybe you're not yet. But I want to make you aware because if you're not yet, you will. At some point, you will. Your body is very, very smart. So it's going to compensate until it doesn't anymore. And I'm not saying you can avoid lectins. The solution is controlling which ones you consume, determining your sensitivity, because everybody's a little bit different, and how much of them you consume. And you can't do that without education, right? You can't do that. I can't fault you for what you didn't know yesterday. Now, 
What's the big enemy we've all been talking about? Gluten-free. Let's go gluten-free. Everything will be better in my life. Okay, here's the problem. Gluten-free products are actually full of lectins. So cut and dry, if you're going gluten-free, don't go out looking for gluten-free products. Just go gluten-free. Stop looking for the boxes that say gluten-free. They're literally sugar bombs, okay? So here's the thing. Gluten-free products are full of lectins, and they are in the form of different flours like corn, oats, buckwheat, quinoa, or pseudo-grains like soybeans and legumes. So people will continue to have digestive problems if they eat gluten-free but not lectin-free. You actually, (laughs) a direct result of going gluten-free is gaining weight because we replace it with these literally, these sugar bombs. They're these pseudo-grains, these things that aren't good for us. So recently I was talking about, I'm I'm gluten-free, right? Like recently I'm like, wow, I had, you know, my stool test, I had blood test, I had urine test, breath test, everything done. And I'm very sensitive to gluten, like high up on the charts, but I'm not out looking for boxes that say gluten-free. Okay. I'm just not. Cause I know you have to replace it with something and what they're replacing with is not helping us at all. Okay. And here's the problem. If you admit, omit all the gluten from your diet, then you're also omitting the gluten digesting bacteria as well in your intestines. So later in life or later in whatever, in a couple of months, when you are re-exposed to gluten, you're not going to have any bacteria there to digest it, which is definitely going to be a problem for you. Okay. So here's the thing. The people who struggle to give up gluten, they're actually just consuming foods that are more problematic because of the lectins they contain. Gluten is one form of lectin. Okay. And it has been like, you know, poor gluten, like I wouldn't want to be gluten. But what happens is when we assume that gluten-free foods are grain-free and they're not, you just have to look like, you have to look at the list of ingredients, okay? They, they have to be replaced with something. And typically they're replaced with corn, rice, something that contains forms of gluten, like lectins, right? But they're actually worse for you. Okay, and they're usually loaded with sugar, which is why I say gluten-free breads and cookies, like they're just sugar bombs. So just be very, very careful. Okay, chances are you're not actually as sensitive to gluten as you think. It's more the lectins. Okay, just something to think about. And now we talked about gluten. So what would be one thing that you would pick up that would be gluten-free? Well, think about bread right? Think about whole grains. So there's a big debate out there, brown versus white. And today everybody knows that brown rice is healthier than white, right? I remember a couple years ago when my coach told me for bodybuilding that I needed to eat white rice. I was like, no, 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 no. All the nutrients are in brown rice. I definitely remember that from something I read. (laughs) Well, listen, the 4 billion people out there that use rice as a staple grain, like people in Asia, have stripped what's called the hull, H-U-L-L, off the brown rice, the fiber portion of it, to make it white before they eat it. Now we're like, those morons, that was the health part of the rice. No, listen, it's so much more digestible. Our tummies love it because the hull has lectins. Okay, look at Chinese, Japanese, other Asian people. They don't struggle with obesity, heart disease, and diabetes like we do in the United States. We're literally brainwashed in, into this whole grain goodness. Brown is better than white. 
but it's ruining us from the inside out, starting with our gut. Okay. Or think about the French. Okay. The French can eat baguettes and it's made with white flour. They drink wet red wine. Oh, and they enjoy butter without gaining weight or suffering any ill health effects. What? I got to move to France today. Okay. But the real reason is they're not consuming lectins. Like who doesn't want to eat bread and drink red wine and look and feel amazing? Hello. 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 Here's the thing. This is what we're doing different. It's going to blow your mind. Ready? Are you listening? Today, in the United States, we're just freaking lazy, okay? We've replaced yeast, which is a rising agent. Even I know that. I used to, what did, I was like a cooking class. I had, what is it, home home technology or something like that in like high school. I had to make bread for, you know, you know what class I'm talking about. I had to make bread and I couldn't get the bread to rise. I didn't understand yeast, Okay. We're so lazy in the United States. We've replaced yeast with what's called transglutaminase. Okay, this is also a binding agent. Great, cool. It does the same thing as yeast. Holy shit, slow down. No, it's not good for you. So when you eat bread in the United States, what do you feel? Bloated, uncomfortable, kind of crampy. Maybe you feel like you look a little pregnant, but go to Europe. Okay, go eat their white bread. You're not going to feel that way because guess what? They use yeast. Okay, France and Italy, their bread is using yeast. All the bread is white, not whole wheat. Does It contains gluten, but gluten has been digested by the yeast. And because we've replaced our yeast with transglutaminase, we fear, we look at bread like the enemy. I love Italian food. I go to an Italian restaurant. Oh my God, I love it. I love the bread with the olive oil and all the spices. Y'all know I'm making you hungry right now. Um, man, but I look at it and I'm like, I'm going to feel terrible if I eat this. We don't, nobody deserves to feel that way. I'm just trying to educate you on, it's not you. (laughs) It's not you. We can make better choices and through education, we can spread knowledge and become aware and advocate for ourselves, okay? Here's the thing that might surprise you. Sourdough bread is made by fermenting wheat with bacteria and yeast. It actually ranks as one of the safest breads in terms of blood sugar spikes because when the bacteria and yeast are combined together, it actually eats the lectins and a lot of the sugar. So maybe when you go out next time, you think of some sourdough bread. Okay, I like me some good sourdough. Whew, wow, this is getting intense. I'm very passionate about this, if you cannot tell. I think it's a bunch of bullshit what's out there and we don't know and nobody tells us and stuff that doesn't have to be on the labels and it's FDA approved. It's it's nonsense. And we wonder why we're a bunch of brain fogged lunatics walking around with chickens with like chickens with our heads cut off. Like we're literally poisoning ourselves every day. More on transglutaminase. Like I said, we're replacing it in our baked goods as well. So those gluten-free sugar bombs we talked about, what makes them fluffy and more appealing and more likely for us to take out our wallet and buy them? is the transglutaminase that we used instead of yeast, okay? The problem with transglutaminase and why it's so bad is it actually can pass the blood-brain barrier and not a lot of things can get past the blood-brain barrier. So it acts as a neurotransmitter and disrupts our chemical messaging system, okay? It's called gluten ataxia, which is irrelevant, but this is something you're you're gonna understand. It's similar to Parkinson's. We've all heard of Parkinson's. Maybe you know somebody with it. How sick is this? 
And this is FDA approved to use. And it does not need to be on product labels. So when you see those gluten-free sugar bombs, I want you to think transglutaminase. I want you to think brain fog and Parkinson's and a bunch of bullshit and put that crap back on the shelf. And I swore a lot in this episode. That's very unlike me. I'm very mad about this. Think about this. If you assume today that you're sensitive to gluten and you've been avoiding it, or you have certain symptoms after eating store-bought bread or other products made with wheat, you might actually be reacting to the transglutaminase. Okay? Something to think about. Something to think about. And don't tell me you have not been to the grocery store in the last month and decided on the whole grain option over the white option. I'm so guilty of this. I'm like, oh, whole grain English muffins. This has got to be good for me. Or gluten-free or low-fat. Y'all... If they're taking out certain ingredients, they're replacing them with others, okay? Everything, we're just being told all this crap and we're just believing it. The the problem is these fads come out. Nobody ever thinks to question them. We just follow along until it becomes detrimental to our health, until we see the side effects. Even then, we tend to normalize feeling terrible. I know a lot of my clients are like, yeah, I just deal with it. You know, I'm uncomfortable. I'm like, it's fine. It's, I'm, you know, it's just fine. I can't really think straight. I have no energy, but it's fine. I'll get through. I have more coffee. <laughs> I've been there. My body shut down a few times. If you guys have been following my journey for a while, I had a um, fractured clavicle, huge hormone imbalances, shingles. I'm going through a host of digestion issues right now, including severe leaky gut and hydrosulfide SIBO and H. pylori and a parasite called Giardia and uh, severe adrenal fatigue and exhaustion. Y'all, I'm a walking hot mess. (laughs) But guess what? I know I don't have to live like this, so I'm doing something about it. And I want you to do the same. Stop normalizing what everybody else is saying is normal. It's, it's not. You don't have to feel bad. You, you can wake up feeling amazing. In order to do that, you have to advocate for your own health, though. You have to ask questions. You have to be curious. You have to research. You have to seek doctors and healthcare professionals that are going to help you. Okay? Part of helping you is educating you. A big motto of mine is it's a revolving door. I don't want to just be your coach or be your guide or be your whatever it is to you. I want to teach you so you can do everything without me. And then you can teach the next person. That's how things should go. Often we think, you know, we know so much and we don't want to spread that knowledge. That's ridiculous. Just put it out there into the universe. It's amazing what comes back to you and nobody knows everything, right? The funny thing is, I read this in a book the other day. Humans are the only species that actually choose to shorten their own lifespan. (laughs) What? Y'all, we don't have to shorten our lifespan. Going back to the beginning, listen. Lectins, you can't avoid them. The solution is controlling which ones you consume, how much of them. I can promise you that if you've gotten a a devastating diagnosis recently, or maybe you've been dealing with something for a long time with your thyroid, autoimmune, heart disease, whatever it is, it can be resolved. Given proper cell communication within your body is restored by removing lectins. Okay, and this is all, this is good news. This is all done by making simple changes to your diet and lifestyle. That's it. It's about not shoving antibiotics down your throat to destroy all your bacteria. Y'all, 70% of your immune system is in your gut. Part of my results that came back from my um, 
my testing with the naturopathic doctor was I have no dopamine and no serotonin. Those are my feel-good happy hormones. I also had no vitamin C. You know why? Because my leaky gut is so bad. The holes in my intestines are so bad. My hormones are all disrupted. You don't have to live like this. And I'm using myself as an example because I'm living through it right now. And when I don't know something or when I'm going through something, I learn everything about it. I didn't know what the health SIBO stood for. I'm like, what's that? Small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. There's three kinds, hydrogen and methane. Okay, based on your symptoms, you may have one or the other, and then there's testing, and then there's what I have, which is the middle one, hydrogen sulfide, which there's actually no specific test for. But if you're going through something, deep dive, be your own advocate, or find somebody who will advocate advocate for you. Okay, you are not your diagnosis. Everything is happening for you, not to you, and I will forever live by that. So please do me a favor. Take a deep breath. Have that perspective shift. Your mindset matters. Advocate for yourself. When you deal with the real issues that drive your weight gain, your brain fog, you don't just lose weight. You get your life back. We all have good intentions. Each day we probably wake up and say, today will be different. I'm going to stop eating the refined carbs and I won't drink that bottle of wine tonight. But when you lack a plan, or education that's proven to help you, you end up distracted, lost, and back to square one. Don't do that to yourself. You matter. I love you so much. Take what you need. Leave what you don't. Please, please, please take 15 seconds. Rate, subscribe, review. I love hearing from you. Let's spread the love, spread the joy, be the sunshine. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.